Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I give God praise for being here with all of you on this episode number 235 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we have a conversation for you around love. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with and settle on in. Len encourages you, is coming to you with, and who is my neighbor? That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So at the time of this recording, just to give you some context for the post, we are in the third week of March of 2022. And at this time, Russia and Ukraine are at war. So keep that in mind as we go through our thought for today. So in my internet travels, I came across a post where there was a discussion on how much in the way of dollars in humanitarian aid was being sent to Ukraine. In the ensuing conversation, a professing Christian mentioned that while they felt for the situation and the people in Ukraine, that Ukraine really wasn't our issue and our meaning the United States. The person went on to say that our focus should be on assisting or helping people here in the United States. What really saddened my heart was the tone and the harsh, thoughtless words this person used to punctuate their opinion, which they're entitled to. Now, initially, I have to admit, BCU fam, I was a little offended by what I read. Those harsh and thoughtless words. In my heart, I was thinking, oh, really? Where's your compassion? You do know Jesus, right? So as this is going on, the Lord gently reminded me that I have said such things in my BC or before Christ days. You know, I was young and unlearned and, you know, didn't always think before I spoke. (laughs) And thankfully, the Lord had forgiven me. So He just let me know that I needed to forgive the offender and let it go. So after Jesus helped me to remove the beam from my eye, see Matthew chapter 7 verses 1 through 5 for more on that, 
I was clear to see how to compose this post to his glory. So getting back to the original point of why we're here today, uh, as far as help is concerned, I am reminded of a very familiar parable that Jesus told in Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. Well, we're going to take a look at those verses in the King James Version. All right, Luke chapter 10, verse number 25 says, And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, meaning Jesus, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he, meaning Jesus, said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? Verse 27 says, And he answered, The lawyer answered, saying, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast answered right. This do, and thou shalt live. Verse number 29, but he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, and who is my neighbor? That's verse number 29. Now, let me just pause here and let's take a closer look at the lawyer's question. Now, he was an expert. In order to be a lawyer, you had to be the expert and and know what the law said. And this was the law of Moses. And uh, most lawyers were very skilled, uh, knew and could interpret the law. And he was looking to see how he could apply that law. He wanted to know exactly who his neighbor was. So obviously the, the scriptures don't tell us what was going on in his mind When you read the question in context, it sounded to me like the lawyer was looking to get a list of who he was supposed to love. And Jesus, in his infinite wisdom, answered him this way in this parable that starts at verse number 30. And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment or his clothing and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Verse 31. And by chance there came a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Now, as a side note, the priest's in that time, served as the mediators between God and the people. We don't need that now. We can go straight to Jesus for ourselves. But at that time, that's how the Lord had it set up. Now, the priests were the ones who took the people's sacrifices and offered them up to God. And you can read more about that in Leviticus chapter 4, verse number 20, verse number 26, and verse number 31. You can also see more detail in Hebrews chapter 8, verse number 4. Now, along with that, the high priest in particular represented the whole nation of Israel before God. 
and see more about that in Exodus chapter 28, verse number 12, and Hebrews chapter 5, verse number 1. Now, when a priest sinned, he brought guilt not only on himself, but upon the whole people. You can check that out in Leviticus chapter 4, verse number 3. Priests were also called to intercede on behalf of the people before God. See Leviticus chapter 9, verses number 22 to 24, and Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 through 27. Finally, priests would also inquire of God for the nation. And you can see that in Exodus chapter 28, verse number 30. So all of that background, BCU family, was to just say that the priest was a mediator, interceder, an inquirer to God. This man looked at a wounded, half-dead man and passed him by. All right, let's go to verse number 32 of Luke chapter 10. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. Now let's talk about what the Levites were in charge of. Now, Levites were members of the same tribe, but were not descendants of Aaron. Levites served as aides to the priests, doing things like helping to prepare the sacrifices. Also, they took care of the temple, making repairs when needed, Levites could also serve as musicians, singers, and doorkeepers. And you can read more about that in the book of Numbers, chapter 1, verses 50 through 53. Numbers, chapter 3, verses 6 through 9. Numbers, chapter 4, verses 1 through 33. And 1 Chronicles, chapter 23. I have a lot of background for you all today. Now, the Levites were also teachers of Israel. Ah, see more about that in Deuteronomy verses, I'm sorry, chapter 24, verse number 8, and 33, verse number 10, and 2 Chronicles 35 through 3, and can't forget this, Nehemiah 8 and 7. So you can see more about Levites being teachers in those scriptures. Additionally, Levites could also be the nation's scribes. Scribing was important because you needed to have, again, a sharp interpretation of the law. You needed to be able to write that law down perfectly. You can see more about that in 2 Chronicles chapter 34, verse number 13. And also, also Levites were the nation's judges. Ah, see more about that in Deuteronomy chapter 17, verses 8 through 9, 21 and 5. You can also read more in 1 Chronicles 23 and 4, 2 Chronicles 19 and 8, and Ezekiel 44, verses 15 and 24. And then finally, they were also the nation's regulators. For example, they were responsible for accurate weights and measures that were used in Israel. 
And you can see more about that in 1 Chronicles 23 and 29 and Leviticus chapter 19 verses 35 through 36. And BCU fam, if you're listening to this and need to get these scripture references, you can just head on over to blendcouragesyou.com. It's all listed here so that you can uh, take a look at these verses, write them down and read them at your leisure. So I gave you the background for the Levites because remember, they were aides to the priests. They were musicians, singers, doorkeepers, scribes, regulators, and judges. And this Levite, with all the duties that he possessed, came and looked at this half-dead man and passed him on the other side of the road. So, so far you see the credentials of the priest and the Levite and what they were responsible for. And they looked at this man and kept going. Now, this takes us back into the parable, Luke chapter 10, and we're going to take a look at who does stop to help, and that's going to come up in verse number 33. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was and saw him, meaning the man, and had compassion on him and went to him and bound his wounds pouring in oil and wine and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. Verse 35. And on the morrow or the next day when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him and whatsoever thou spendeth more When I come again, I will repay thee. Now, BCU fam, Jesus using a Samaritan in this parable was very intentional as it relates to love. Now, let's get some background on the Samaritans. After Assyria invaded Israel, the northern kingdom, and resettled with its own people, and you can read about that in 2 Kings, Chapter 17, verses 24 to 41. Some Jews intermarried with other people. So what ideally was supposed to happen is that Jews would marry other Jews. Uh, In this situation, Jews intermarried with others and the mixed race that came about became known as the Samaritans. Now, full-blooded Jews considered themselves pure descendants of Abraham. And they despised the quote-unquote half-breed Samaritans and considered them impure. So they hated the Samaritans, and of course, the Samaritans hated the Jews back. So this was a long-standing, deep-seated hatred between both groups. Now, While the priest and the Levite may have passed the man as they strictly interpreted the law, and as a side note, the man was bleeding and may have been considered ceremonially (laughs) unclean. And you can take a look at Leviticus chapter 5, verse 3 for that. There were certain 
uh, situations where priests couldn't touch people because they were considered unclean. And the scriptures don't go into this. And our minds were thinking that perhaps, maybe the priest and Levite thought, well, this person is unclean and I can't touch them. Maybe. But the despised Samaritan, rather than interpreting the law, demonstrated the law of love by cleansing the man's wounds with wine and then anointing them with oil to help him heal. He bound those wounds up. Then he picked up this man, Lord, I thank you, and put him on his own beast while he walked. There wasn't enough room, I don't believe, on the beast for both of them. Because the scripture says that he put the man on his own beast. So uh, the presumption is, is that he walked. And if he didn't, they were both on this beast together. But nonetheless, um, they, the Samaritan brought the man to an inn. Nursed him for the night. Lord, I thank you. Instructed and paid the host to take care of the wounded man. And on top of all of that, promised to repay the innkeeper for anything more he spent when he came back. When that Samaritan saw that wounded man on the side of the road being left half dead, being stripped of his raiment, there was no question, quibbling, discussion about not being from the same country or the same race or that I need to make sure my own people get helped or any of that, BCU fam. The Samaritan just jumped in and helped someone who needed it. That's what love does, BCU fam. That's what it does. All right, getting back to Luke chapter 10, verse number 36. Now, Jesus said, which of these three, thinkest thou, was a neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? Verse 37 says, and he, meaning the lawyer, said, he that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, go and do likewise. Now, before we get to the go and do likewise part of the verse, we need to go to the beginning of verse number 37 in Luke chapter 10. And did you notice, BCU fam, that the lawyer, when he responded to Jesus, said he that showed mercy rather than saying the Samaritan? Did you all notice that? I, I didn't notice that until I was really taking a look at that, uh, this particular passage of scripture, because that showed a lack of love uh, in the lawyer's heart. Now, his mouth said one thing. His mouth talked about what the law said, but his heart spoke because he could not even call the man a Samaritan. So, you know, what's in our hearts will definitely come out of our mouths. And, you know, it behooves us to ask the Lord to make sure that our words and our heart meditations are acceptable to the Lord in his sight. And that comes out of Psalm 19 and Psalm 19 and verse number 14. We have to make sure that that all lines up and the Lord is the only one that can help us with that. So we've got to definitely examine our hearts. And with that, as I read this parable, and I've read it more than one time, BCU fam, I've heard it, you know, preached and taught on before. It spoke to me, especially as I was putting this post together as a call to action for all of us to do what we can 
as the Lord leads us to be a blessing to someone. So how do we do that? First, we can start by intentionally and fervently praying for others. Second Timothy chapter two, verses one through four reminds us and says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made of all men for kings and for all those who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So we need to make intercession for all men and men mean everybody, mankind, and of course, for those who are in authority. So that's our first way of doing things. That's how we show love. And then the second thing is, is that we need to be an answer to someone's prayers. And there's a scripture in First John chapter 3, verses 17 through 18 that says, But whoso has this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So if we have something, if we're able to assist someone, our job, and it's it's not a hard job or a task, love says that you help that person. We just don't talk about it. We want to actually be about that. So many people will say, well, I can't help everyone. And the Lord knows that we, we cannot help everyone, but we can help someone in some way. So rather than being choosy about who we're going to love, having respect of persons, as the book of James tells us not to do, James chapter two, verses eight through 10. What we want to do is to pray and ask God to help us to know who we are to love on and be a neighbor to so that God is glorified, honored, and praised in our lives. No respect of person when it comes to neighbors. It's not just those who look like us or live in the same town or city or country. Our neighbor is whoever has a need and the Lord will direct us if we ask him. Amen. Amen, BCU fam. So listen, I am curious to know what your thoughts are on our topic today as far as who your neighbor is. So if you are not already here, head on over to the blankcouragesyou.com site. Please go down to the comments section and let's continue our conversation. Well, BCU fam, it is about time for me to get things wrapped up. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in with me today. And I am looking forward to our next time together. So until then, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you peace and all kinds of neighborly love as you stay on the wall. <laughs>